0: A wise man once said, the beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. I choose to not just understand the beer that I drink, but to understand the passion that it takes to create it. This is Geeks on Tap. Welcome to Geeks on Tap. This is Jarrett. And today we have a special guest named Pat King. He does a lot of stunts. He's done certain work in the past. We're going to dive into that a little more today. Pat, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, for having me. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, the beers that we have today. Um, yeah. You have a local favorite, which is Live Oaks Pills, I, I
1: see. Yeah, I have Live Oak Pills. I actually just tried this for the first time uh, maybe like two weeks ago. I'm a big fan of Pilsner's, mm-hmm. and uh, whenever I'm out, you know, they have the Live Oak, I think Hefeweizen, uh, and then I finally saw this out mm-hmm. of, you know, and uh, picked it up. It's great. I love it. It's really good.
0: Yeah, it's a good light beer. I, I'm a big fan of their Hefeweizen. Uh, I'm a big yeah. fan of Hefeweizen in general, uh, that's one of my yeah. favorite light beers that I like to drink. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. mainly a, a stout guy and a a, a porter guy.
1: Um, okay, I'm kind of on the opposite spectrum. I, mm. I enjoy a good stout and porter, yeah, but like once every while, they're just too heavy for me at this point.
0: Yeah, no, I understand, and that's that's a lot of people's problems with stouts and pills or stouts and porters is that they can be yeah. kind of heavy for a lot of people, so I just yeah. get where you're coming from. Um, yeah so I, just talk about mine's kind of a lighter beer actually this is what we call a white stout it's okay. uh, from uh, it's actually dragon's milk which it's actually yeah. usually a stout if you know who that is right. it's from uh, New Holland brewery and mm-hmm. it's a it's co- it's called a white stout it's a six percenter it's actually pretty moderate and it just tastes like a little bit more of a flavor to a regular. Um, okay, you know
1: lighter beer, basically. I've seen, I've, I've seen the normal. I've seen the black one, the regular, the regular yeah. one. I've never seen the white stuff. Yeah.
0: So it's, it's, it kind of goes down. This one of the beers that it reminds me of, and I don't even know if they make it anymore. It's actually Samuel Adams, uh, Cherry Wheat. I don't know if you ever had that one. Oh, I have. Yeah, I've had that. Yeah, it was one of my favorite early beers that I ever had, that I okay. loved like forever, <laughs> and I don't yeah, think they even make it
1: anymore. I was going to say I have, I don't I don't think I've seen it in a long long time, but mm. that was definitely a good
0: one. Yeah, so it has that kind of like if you like that like tart cherry flavor, this is definitely a beer to try. I will I That's, would recommend. Are it. We
1: are we are we cracking? All right, might as well. Well, well cheers, my friend. Yeah, cheers. cheers to you. Let's get more. Let's get more watery.
0: <laughs> I'm going to throw it. I'm going to throw it into the uh, the glass here. We went out hunting for water today. And like, I found all these. Like, I was like, oh, look at this beer. And I'm like, I got to find water. I
1: can't look at beer. Yeah, I was, I you know, I just, I just still didn't want to venture out. Uh, I, I'm going to give it a couple more days, but I was going to venture out and try to see what I can grab. But I had this in the fridge and I'm like, you know what, this is going to do. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's, it's, that's perfectly fine. Um, one thing that I did find, it was actually at Walmart. Um, the black is beautiful from the original brewery, which is, um, uh, who is it um winter no winter weather oh my gosh sorry <clears throat> anyways it's it's from the original brewery that started black is beautiful and they had okay. like an in cap for like 10 bucks for two of them oh okay. nice. okay and they're like a tall boys so they're pretty big yeah yeah so yeah so i would not bad cool yeah if you're ever near a walmart definitely check it out and i'm sure they're it out. hearing it everywhere but yeah nice um actually winter soul and uh, no, i'm sorry uh, weather souls company there we go weather, soul. weather okay. Souls. weather okay, cool. so just wanted to name nice. check that there <laughs>
1: so yeah I'll check it
0: mm-hmm. so pat i've known you for quite a while <laughs> um i first met you back at uh bam academy when you used mm-hmm. to come in there you were on a show that i used to podcast called the drunken animals back in like yep. the mid 2010s and um And that's where I first hung out with you and got to know know about you. And um, what's great is that you're a big Marvel comics fan, correct? Pretty huge, yeah, yeah. Big, big
1: Marvel fan. Yeah.
0: What was the first time that you became a big uh, fan of Marvel in general?
1: You know, it's um, I I don't really know if I can pinpoint like the exact time where I fell in love, but I just Mm -hmm. always remember growing up and I grew up in a time where, you know, the, the old animated series mm-hmm. were out as well. Right. So I kind of got hit, on, hit in both directions. And even like the old school video games, I kind of got hit from every direction with, with superheroes and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was super into the comic books growing up. Uh, I would just read as much as I could. And I really attribute, you know, like all of my reading other than school assignments, was comic Mm -hmm. books. I just read consistently. And I really credit that to, like, A, me learning how to read, B, developing, like, my creativity and imagination. But I think it was a combination of, uh, you know, getting hit in one direction from the comics, another Mm -hmm. direction from, you know, the old-school Spider-Man cartoon and X-Men animated series. And then once video video games came in there, too, I was just so drawn to Marvel.
0: Yeah, I the first I I grew up a DC kid. I'm gonna be full disclosure. Yeah, I grew
1: I grew up a big I did Batman. Too. I, yeah, I didn't. I, there's nothing against DC, and I grew up reading mm-hmm. Batman and Flash and all that stuff too. I just I was so heavy on the Marvel stuff. I have nothing against DC whatsoever.
0: Yeah. So a um, little bit about my comic history is I first became a a, a comics fan whenever I saw Batman '89 in theaters
1: okay.
0: and. Okay. A little bit before that, that's when they started re-airing the 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 uh, um, the '60s show as well and yeah, yeah, syndication, yeah. and then the, of course the Tim Burton Batman just came out, and then Batman the Animated Series just kind of snowballed yeah. from there. So yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely a big fan of 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 those of those comics and that character. Yeah, I love them as
1: well. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I was I was definitely a huge Batman fan growing up as well. Mm-hmm.
0: I think every I think anybody our age was probably a big uh, uh, fan
1: of that. So yeah, well, that's the thing too. Like you, you know, we we grew up in a time where so I just talked about all the Marvel stuff. Yeah, you got like Batman. You got hit with the comics, the movie, the animated mm-hmm. series, the video games. You know, like all at once, there was just it was like right in your face.
0: Yeah, and and then um, I think uh, I I really did start to follow Marvel until. The movie started coming out with you know blade and then with x-men and then obviously yeah. spider-man and that's where i became right. a fan of spider-man the character cool. and yeah. um that kind of hitting on x-men actually that's going to give us our next point you you play you play wolverine actually in, in the stunts sh- the marvel live stunt show are you, you used yeah. to i don't know if you're still doing it but you know no yeah so that, what,
1: so- yeah, so, uh, so uh, um, Marvel and Feld Entertainment came out with a live stunt show, a live touring stunt show that went around all, the, all around the country, and then it went all over Europe, um, wow. and I was on that show for the European tour. I spent about six months traveling Europe with that show, playing Wolverine, um, and after the European tour is when that show, like that show, that script, those characters ended, Mm -hmm. And then they started their second show with brand new characters, Um, you know, because we went from our show was Avengers. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, you had Iron Man, you had Black Widow, you had Captain Marvel, Captain America, uh, Hawkeye. Then you had Mm -hmm. some of the X-Men. So it was Storm, Cyclops and Wolverine. And after that show ended was when they were gearing up for like phase two or three of Marvel. So that Mm -hmm. next show was Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange and like Mm -hmm. Black Panther so, yeah, yeah. So I had, I had eight months on that show, touring Europe, playing Wolverine. It was like such a dream job.
0: That's, that's amazing. I mean, um, how many, I mean, are you, I mean, I know this is not like screen technical, but are you like the other live action Wolverine besides Hugh Jackman? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, oh, man, like, okay, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like because, you know, there were a few of us, you know, before my time in that show, there were a couple other uh, actors and stuff performers that played Wolverine. Mm-hmm. But like, as far as playing Wolverine in, you know, a, an official performance. Yeah. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes. going <laughs> to say it. Yes. I don't know if it counts, but I will say yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> what's great. Really, what's, really, what's really interesting is, and I, I just want to touch on it real quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got into voiceover work. Nice. And the so I'm taking a master class with the guy who voiced has voiced Wolverine really for, since, since X-Men, uh Wolverine and the X-Men. So probably 10 years or so. That's still so cool. And <laughs> I just found out that, like, in doing this class, he was the guy who voiced Wolverine for our show. So I was I was mouthing his words the whole time. His name is Steve oh, Bloom. Nice. His name is Steve Bloom, super well-known uh, uh voiceover <laughs> artist, but I'm like I, if I'm going to learn voiceover, I'm going to go to that guy. And I signed up for his class, and I've been taking classes with him.
0: Has he done um, – I know you may not know a lot of his work, but has he done anything besides Wolverine, like any other noticeable
1: um, So he has, the, he has the record. He has the record for doing the most characters in video games. He's in every video game you can imagine. Wow. He was in Digimon. He was in uh, 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 Yu-Gi-Oh! He was in, he's in a ton of anime. He's in, mm-hmm. he's literally in everything. His name is Steve Bloom. You can check him out on IMDb. His list mm-hmm. just goes way down. But long story short, got to play Wolverine in a live setting. Got to, got to run around and jump around and slash, you know, slash the bad guys. It was, it was honestly just such a team job.
0: That's, that's really cool, man. I'm really glad you're able yeah. to get that, that chance to do that. Yeah. Thank um, you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And I, and I know
0: we kind of getting a little Marvel here, but. Um, you do this great series on on I think it's just uh, just on Facebook, but um, where you have your parents watch the Marvel movies and then you yeah. create the Marvel. I don't know if you're are you creating the Marvel co- cocktails or are you just doing like from recipes.
1: It's a little bit of it's a little bit of both. So what I did uh-huh. was uh, during the, during the quarantine, um, you know, I I got. I was on tour again with a different show. I was on tour with Jurassic World Live, doing the same thing as, as Marvel did. And uh, we all got shipped home because of COVID. And I spent, uh, you know, seven months with my parents and my brother, uh, you know, just making sure we were all kind of doing that together and quarantining. And, and I realized that my parents have never seen the Marvel movies. So I took them from movie number one, all the way to Endgame. And, you know, maybe like two, two movies in, I decided that I was going to craft different cocktails, like themed cocktails for each movie. So some of them I created on my own, some of them I pulled from recipes or thought, you know, thought you know, I was looking up something cool to make, and uh, I would give each each um, drink a character or a theme, and I'd make like five or six cocktails for each movie. So we—that's kind of how we spent our quarantine—is just kind of, you know, having our family bonding time and watching Marvel movies.
0: That's great. I i remember my dad like my dad doesn't really watch a lot of pop culture stuff and when endgame was coming yeah. i think it was either endgame or Infinity war he's like i think i want to go see that endgame movie and i'm like have you
1: seen any of the other ones he's like no and i'm like you're gonna be really <laughs> lost trust me right it's a it's a hard one to start with you gotta have a little bit of backstory who's that guy who's that guy <laughs> that's how kind of how my mom started uh you know because like we started with I think Iron Man and Captain America we started with the three first movies Iron Man Thor and Captain America and she was like well who's that who's that who's that I was like we're literally starting from from scratch you just have to pay attention (laughs) it's like that's it (laughs) but starting with Endgame would be a challenge you just
0: came back to Austin uh how long you were away uh, obviously you're probably touring right correct
1: we were yeah we were so i was on tour with Jurassic World we started in so we actually started rehearsing last july so we mm-hmm. went from july and then started shows in september and mm-hmm. then from september to march we were doing shows uh, all around the country and then obviously we we shut down because of because of covid but i moved i moved here to i moved to austin in um to like the end of 2014 mm-hmm. and um it was it was pretty much right after i moved that i started stunt training um, you know trying to build trying to build that and put that on my resume and yeah. uh, you know from from I guess 2016 till now it's been either touring or just moving um, and and just going where the work is you know I'm, I'm a mm-hmm. full-time performer so you know I'm, I'm very happy to be back in Austin because there there is work here and there's going to be work here mm-hmm. and this has always been one of my favorite places you know I always said if I could live here and do what I want to do, um, right. I'll do it. So I'm, I'm glad an opportunity came up and I was able to move back. That's,
0: that's great, man. Um, so how did you get into stunt work? Uh,
1: I, went to, I went to school for, for theater. So I graduated with a theater degree. And then uh, after college, I started uh, gravitating towards film and TV. So I've been an actor and I've been acting for, for quite some time. Um, and I've always kind of been interested in Wh- how stunt work works. And when, when I started I training in stunt work, I thought I was just gonna add it to my acting resume. I thought it was gonna be just something interesting to put on my acting resume. I didn't know they were two very separate careers. A lot of, I mean, you, you um, like a lot of actors don't wanna do their stunts. A lot of stunt guys who are just stunt guys don't wanna act at all. Yeah. And I kind of hit a really good cross-section of being able to do both. And that's what they call right now. It's what, what people call an action actor. So you can oh, do wow. both. You can be that guy in, you know, motion capture or films or stuff like that. Um, so when I moved to Austin, I just kind of looked up who was training, where they were training. And that's where, you know, that's why I got to BAM and started training with everyone there. Yeah. And then I just got really, I got really fortunate. I met a guy who's been in the business for a long time and he kind of took me under his wing and started teaching me you know the business and, and how to really train and stunt works mm-hmm. somewhere to make it a career, and pretty much at the end of my training with him is when I booked Marvel. So I've been doing you know I've been a full time actor stuntman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, two years ago I got into doing motion capture for video games, and all that all that stuff is is you know I'm I'm an actor and a stuntman and I'm using pretty much every uh, direction that I can and every facet of the entertainment business to do what I love you know I just yeah. got into voiceover work cuz that's performing I just right. love performing That's that's great man um yeah, yeah. I
0: mean you you're really a kind of where kind of breed where you do both stunt work and do acting so that's yeah. very interesting I yeah it's yeah a lot of a lot of a lot of stunt workers mm-hmm. don't do that acting or some actors yeah. are insistent that they do their own stunts like Tom Cruise so. Right,
1: right. It's very, it's very rare. I mean, like if you're Tom Cruise, you have a little bit of leeway to pull. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're, when you're, you know, somebody a little lesser of an, you know, of an actor, they mm-hmm. it, because it's all insurance. They're so not going to let you do all your stunts. <laughs> you know, right. they got to get somebody to come in and do it for you. I've been
0: asking people when they come on the show. You know, WandaVision is
1: yeah is pretty big. Have you watched the latest episode? I have. I, I like first thing in the morning. I did it today. Yeah. I try to. I try to catch it. I try to catch it early on the Fridays because, like mm. you know, as good as social media is, I don't, I don't want it to be spoiled. Yeah, um, loving it, loving it. Yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts too. I mean, like I think they're just doing, you know, everyone kind of rags on the first two episodes. I get it. Yeah. I also like if you if you if you stopped watching because of the first two episodes, you really are doing it a disservice. Yeah. Because uh, it really it went from zero to one hundred real quick.
0: Yeah, so I I love the first two episodes because I am I'm a TV junkie since I was a kid. So I used yeah. to watch those old like Lucy and you know Dick Van Dyke yeah. shows when I was a same. kid. Uh, Nick at Night was like the thing I used to watch yeah. late yep. at night. Yeah, same. <laughs> so so for me, like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's that reference, and oh, there's that. And, it's from that show. And, yeah. Um, like the, the one today where they did the one with uh, they revealed who is pulling the strings. Yeah. I'll just
1: say that yeah. for those who haven't watched it yet, um, they do like a yeah. monsters cover. It was great. I mean, like they're they're here. Here's what I'm saying to everybody who's like iffy on Wandavision. Mm-hmm. If you if you watched all the stuff before, you have to understand that this is the first thing in this new phase. Of Marvel movies, right? This new phase of whatever Marvel is going to do cinematically, this is the first little bit. Yeah, it's going to be super important, and not only like they're just jamming and cramming all these Easter eggs and all these theories and all these people. You know, like it's such an important show to watch. I understand if it's not your cup of tea, but get through those first two episodes, and you're, you're going to be very, very happy.
0: Yeah, I think the, the the internet like blew up with with Evan Peters coming on as oh yeah it's great sever but we don't even uh, we don't even know who he
1: is at this point it's still and iffy that's, that's the best thing that's the best thing is like yeah. There, there are now so many theories out there and there really is an infinite number of possibilities because mm. let's be honest marvel can do whatever they want like you can you can do whatever you want you can bring back people you can introduce new people you can have yeah. a reason for doing anything so like all bets are off you can do whatever you want and they're doing it really well. So a lot of people have been
0: uh, theorizing that it's Mephisto who's pulling mm-hmm. the strings. Um, do you think that card still on the table now that we know that who is more likely pulling the strings at this
1: point? Yeah, because, because mm-hmm. uh, so here's, here, here's what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. I'll just say, I'll just say this for, for, you know, we thought Wanda was pulling the strings, right? Yeah. And now we get we get removed, and now it's somebody else pulling the strings, right? Mm-hmm. But what if there's somebody behind them and yeah. somebody behind them? And you never know, you know. Right. Um, I would love. I mean, like it would be it would be great for them to to um, introduce that character. I think mm-hmm. Doctor Strange in the multiverse is going to open up a ton of doors. Oh yeah. Spider Man's <laughs> going to open up a ton of doors you know I, like i said all bets are off marvel can do whatever they want and i think they're going like i think they're starting off really strong and they're yeah. going in the right direction i'm like i'm hooked yeah. i'm hooked
0: oh yeah i it's i mean I've, I've been hooked since since like i said episode one so i'm not yeah. going anywhere <laughs> it's really cool how they can kind of weave their own story now they can really like now that they have x-men uh they can start going to that world fantastic before they've already announced yeah. that movie so they really could go into
1: any place place they want, regardless yeah. what's going on. So that's- yeah, it's 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 kind of great that they've got back all of the characters they couldn't use. Um, it's great now that they can they can introduce them any way they want. They mm-hmm. can bring them in anytime they want. You know, like. Uh, what got me really excited was, like, you know, people, people were saying that, like, and I think even Kevin Feige or Marvel said that, like, mm-hmm. you guys need don't – hold, don't hold your breath, okay? The X-Men, probably not for a long time. Yeah. Mutants, probably not for a long time. What – like, my theory is, like, what if they're just going to drop it, boom, right in the beginning, right now? You know, like, what a, what a, what a mind F that would be.
0: I was talking to uh, our, our mutual friend, Jacob Gavon, and um he was talking about how uh he really he actually knew it like right off the top he's like oh it's harkness i already know who she is because
1: yeah. he reads the comics right. so well that's the thing i mean they're pulling they're pulling a lot from a couple different you know comic storylines so like yeah if you if you read those comics growing up it's it's likely it's pretty likely that they're gonna try to follow that storyline but then throw in a couple different twists so it's still new to you. You know what I mean? Like it'd be, it'd be really weird to just follow the comic storylines because now anybody who's read the comics is like, well, that wasn't a surprise, but Marvel is really good at taking that story as a whole and then yeah. throwing in a couple of twists, which is great.
0: Yeah. I, I thought it was really well done. Um, even though yeah. I kind of saw it coming to be honest. <laughs> right. You know, right. Uh, yeah. Right. Sometimes you have to see things coming. You can't just be like throwing curve balls every five seconds, but right
1: okay so what's what's been the favorite beer you've had so far okay. and i guess like what do, what do you enjoy talking about the most when it comes to when it comes to just jack so it really depends on the
0: category of beer what is my favorite that i've had um okay. of course i'm, I'm really partial to stouts. So we've already established that yeah yeah um i love i love the temptress it is my favorite probably all-time beer which is okay. a lot of uh out of uh dallas texas like Lakewood brewing up there okay. and they have different variations so they have like you know a, a salted caramel they've got a mole, okay. a mole i had actually at one of the texas craft brewers festivals that they had a couple of years ago and okay. that was amazing so they do a lot of different stuff now i would say the best there's two breweries that i really think really do a lot of interesting beers one being obviously um 903 which is what yeah we both love yeah and they then also, crazy stuff. yeah and then also martin house is another one that i martin house. okay is another one that i and they're from dfw and is one that i love as well okay
1: so. yeah i look um you know when i when i hit up HEB, mm-hmm. i usually grab a couple of the single serving beers that I've never tried before so it's always like trying something new yeah and I this was I mean like a month or two ago I, I stumbled upon a 903 uh, It was like state state puffed and yes, it was just yes. so it was just so interesting yeah I looked up you know what the other beers they had and they just have like you know the one I had last weekend had like nine different flavors in it and I was like are you doing too much or is this actually going to be, and it was really good. It's just very, yeah. it's very interesting. You know? Yeah. That's also, um, also quite expensive.
0: Yeah. I mean, they can be, um, but I, I, I've never been disappointed by one of their beers. That's fair. Yeah. I've been same. disappointed by other ones, but not their beers. So.
1: <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Um, and then Martin house, they have a banana foster beer.
1: Um, oh, nice. Okay.
0: Now, now it, it I will let you know if you like artificial banana flavoring. That's great, but if you don't, you may not like it as much because it's it's very okay. heavy on the artificial. It's like a, uh, a banana popsicle,
1: basically. Okay, interesting. Okay, so yeah, nice. I have the marble trading cards. If you want to see those, yes, let's real quick. let's
0: talk about those. Yes, the marble trading cards yeah. you brought on
1: the show. <laughs> let's see what those are. Um, just because I'm super excited. And, and today was a big day because they dropped another kind of bomb. And uh, so, what, so what happened is um, every two years, Marvel puts out now a, a trading card series mm-hmm. and they're called Marvel Masterpieces and they date back to the 90s. They were really big and uh, they just kind of came back into, the, into pop culture. Um, so 2020, they came out with their new series and I got to model and pose for 28 characters out of that series. The, the artist contacted me. The artist was actually a friend of mine, uh, who I had met seven years ago. Wow. I had no, I had no idea he was an artist. And he, he was like, Hey man, I'm working on a thing. You 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 need to be involved. And I was like, Okay. okay. So uh, you know, long story short, he became he's the artist. He did all of the cards, and I got to pose for a lot of my favorite characters, like Wolverine. Nice. And, I mean, like, this is kind of the most me card as the Punisher. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I've just got, I mean, like, some of my favorites here. We've got Deadpool right there. Oh, my God, I'm going that way. Deadpool, (laughs) Green Goblin. Oh, wow. Uh, And then just, like, it was an honor, just an honor to do Captain America. Oh, wow. Yeah. uh but these these all so all these cards started as full-size paintings so we did full-size paintings of all of these cards and then they got turned into the trading cards uh so that was just like that was something like that brought me back to being a kid yeah and collecting collecting all of the marvel cards as a kid mm-hmm. um just a huge huge honor to be a part of that series it's just i mean super awesome
0: that's that's amazing um i don't even really know what to say about that that's really great. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, it was,
1: just like, it was just kind of a dream job I didn't know was a job yeah. that I could have. <laughs> it
0: pays to have connections, man. I will say that. It pays to know people.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, he, like, we, we met, he was a, uh, he, he's a very good photographer as well. And we mm. met on a photo shoot, you know, uh, I'll say 2015, 2016, mm. maybe. And I only knew him as a photographer and we kept in touch on Facebook. Yeah he then saw through facebook i was doing the stunts i was doing marvel i was a huge yeah. marvel fan so when this opportunity came along he's like i you need to be involved so yeah that's, super awesome super very cool that's that's great man <laughs>
0: i'm really yeah. really yeah. happy for you <laughs> really That's amazing
1: man. yeah i appreciate you having me on and then being able to talk about this stuff it's yeah pretty, pretty fun.
0: um when, when are those are those already out or are they coming out soon
1: those They're parts. already out. So yeah, these, okay. these came out these came out in September. Uh it's oh, Marvel okay. Masterpieces. Marvel Masterpieces 2020. Nice, nice. Uh did
0: you wanna talk? Do you have anything you want to promote that's coming up soon, or can you even talk about these things?
1: Uh you know what? The, the stuff I'm working on now I can't. Okay. Uh, so unfortunately I don't have anything to like promote. Uh and and as far as we know it, we don't know if Jurassic World Live Tour is, you know, we're just we're on hold. We don't know. Yeah. um you know i got into streaming i got into doing twitch so i'm always on twitch okay. uh you can you can check me out it's marvel stunts marvel stunts on twitch okay great yeah definitely- I mean that's, that's kind of all i got at the moment <laughs>
0: yeah i still haven't figured out twitch um i don't know how to go live to do this you know
1: it's, and it's 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 fairly it's fairly easy it's really not as hard as as it's it seems to be but it's it's mm-hmm. i've been doing it for probably two months now and it's just mm-hmm. i started doing it to kill to kill the time yeah. and then it's just kind of it's taken off from there which is pretty cool
0: now do you just like what do you what do you do on that do you just like talk to people or do you
1: so it's uh I, during the week i do i play video games okay on on saturday i do a workout stream so okay. you guys can see my workout and then on Sunday, it's usually something random. During the week, it's, it's video games. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah I guess, I mean, Twitch is known for, for being a gaming channel or gaming platform. Yeah. So I didn't know if you did a certain type of thing
1: or if you did gaming or, you know. You know what? It kind of, uh, you know, when, when I started, I think now it's just, it's, it's now just a streaming service. Okay. You know, they're, they're very known for their games, but like, yeah. There's all these different sections where, like, it, it could be just this of us chatting. It could be a a you know home workout. You know they have a whole fitness section. Oh, okay. Um, food, food you know, food and beverage stuff like that. So there's a there is a wide variety of things you can do on on Twitch. I have
0: to take a look into that. You should, you should check it out because I mean it'd be yeah. great
1: for this. this time.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, all right. Well, you said that's that's pretty much what you have to promote. Um, I want to. That's okay, man. <laughs> That's pretty pretty much all I got. I mean, the good thing is you have things that you have to talk about talk about later. And yes, these are I do. I mean, if you can't (laughs) like put it this way, if you can't talk about it, they're big deals
1: and they're good things. So that's a good thing to know about. So yeah, I like I like having those where I'm like, yes, I will, I will have Mm -hmm. stuff to talk about. And that's that's what this year is looking like. Um big big things, which is which is really cool. I'm really, I'm really thankful and grateful.
0: I just wanted to say everybody that, um, you know, this has been Jared for Geeks on Tap and thank you Pat King for being on the show. And until next time your next beer is on us. Cheers. Cheers
1: guys.